how this company took Insta by storm and built a multi-million dollar floral business. Let's dive into Venus at Floor. What's up, everyone? Sean Azari here. I'm with Matt Skopak. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Deep Dive episode 27. 27. I had to actually look over there just to, because I kind of forgot, where we dive into businesses like Venus at Floor and dive into their marketing business strategies such that you can take away these business strategies and implement them into your brand and start scaling away. Yes. Um, so this brand was founded, I should give a little context before we get into founded it. Founded in 2015, New York City by Sunny and Seema. I guess couple first met sending flowers. They have a nice little romantic story, how they weren't happy with the, Sunny wasn't happy with the flowers he sent Seema. So they thought of an idea how to send and receive flowers that are perfect every time and in addition, last for eternity. Well, in this case, just a year. But what well, it they- could last more than a year, they, they say. They could, yeah. They probably, people say three years if kept in the right circumstances. But really what it is, it is a upscale luxury brand that's really influenced Instagram and celebrities. And they are basically from Ecuador, which is the perfect place to grow uh, roses just because closeness, proximity to the equator. And they basically pluck them at the correct time. They bleach out the color of the rose and then they basically inject or dye the rose with this wax-based formula and the special color, whatever it might be, blue, purple, red, or silver, anything. And basically that preserves the flower to last for a very long time. And then from there, they ship it worldwide. So anyone and everyone could get perfect flowers that last a basically an eternity or a year. So great concept. Tolly's put the floral industry uh, turned it upside down. Oh yeah. So we're gonna talk about it. Talk so a little I bit. actually want a little add more context. I mean, another reason why I love this brand, I actually know, we actually have mutual friends that know the co-founders um, mm -hmm. as well. And I see it everywhere since they blew up on social media, which we'll get into some of their growth tactics. Minus their story. And I love how all these brands have stories. Great PR, right? The, the boyfriend sent flowers to the girlfriend yep. and they were, they were doing a long distance relationship. The flowers didn't mm -hmm. end up looking like the, as it was pictured, and all of a sudden, uh-huh, they got an idea. No, they just had the idea. They found That's their it. idea. They probably traveled and said, you know what? This is a great opportunity. Guys, girls, Mine's note to self, do not get flowers from gas stations. You get them from Venus at Floor. It's a mistake. Don't do it. So and now then. now I see them everywhere. It's a, literally a statement. It's That's like awesome. having Louis Vuitton. Like, you know, wearing I just Louis purchased Vuitton. them probably, I think, a month, a month and a half ago. You're so, so beat. Oh, my God. See, here we go. Sean's going to purchase them in the so, next month. So, I mean, they're very expensive. They built a brand. Let's just call it the Louis Vuitton Gucci of flowers, right? Yes. And yep. they're they're really powerful on e-commerce, social media, and so forth. So, with that said, I think we're going to dive into number yeah, one. Yeah, you kick us off. Let's go. Number one, use upcoming birthdays and other segmentation properties to narrow down your audience and serve better creatives. So, what Venus at Floor does is, you know, delivering or giving flowers to someone is great for birthdays, great yeah. for anniversaries, great for saying, I'm sorry. It's great for almost every type of occasion as long as you give people that idea it's like oh this is a great gift so if i was looking at their ad library and you'll see creators for 
upcoming birthday. So you actually could run, you could create an audience mm -hmm. and say, hey, if you have a friend that, that's having a birthday coming up, a friend, like a, a friend that you're yeah. friends so with. So wait, let's Facebook. step, can, let, when you have, what do you mean by audience? So they can group on Facebook or Instagram and they see that, hey, you're, that one of their friends on Facebook has a, a birthday, birthday coming, coming up, up okay. right? Like say next three weeks. Yep. And then you could serve the, the not the actual person's birthday, but yeah. the friend yep. who's no, like, you know, their birthday's coming up. Of course. Although some of us have thousands of friends that you don't mm -hmm. know, but this still doesn't matter. Right, it's like, hey, this is the perfect gift for uh, your friend's birthday, blah, blah, blah. So you're giving people an idea and that's a great way of, you know, coming up great with creatives, narrow down the audience and so forth. They also did it with anniversaries, like great anniversary gift. You could create audiences based on upcoming anniversaries. Facebook knows based on data really? that you give them. Relationship when you, Exactly. Yep. So try to segment your audience, use leverage uh, data such as, you know, or create audiences for like upcoming birthdays, anniversaries and so forth yep. to give people that idea that this is the perfect gift for yeah. you. So this is them. yeah, this is a great idea, especially for companies or brands that have products that make great gifts. This is just another way that you could maybe promote advertisements on Facebook by targeting upcoming birthdays or upcoming anniversaries. So I love it. Great idea. You better love it. <laughs> like I like the beer. So number two, create a gift section on your website to boost holiday and special event sales. So this is something that we saw on the Venus et Floor website. They actually have a gift guide where they specialize and choose probably six to eight of their maybe top selling products. And basically it gives the audience or the customer a certain area um, to look at where they get to see, hey, it's Christmas. Let me see what they recommend as the gift guide. And then from there, you can choose, but what it really does is it helps the buyer, um, I guess, narrow down the choices and helps them basically make a Gives selection. Gives people ideas of what and, a great yeah. gift is. In addition, I don't know if you just spoke about this, they included a complimentary gift, so yes. adding more value to the product, yep. right? And I think that could be a limited time where they enter a code, as long as the product is over $199, they get to they get complimentary gifts. So adding more value to that gift yep. and giving someone more than just one yeah. product. Of course, you want the person to feel like, hey, wow, this is a great gift. And you got me two of them. You spent that much money on me, especially at this luxurious brand. So it is a great concept. Definitely something that you can check out. If you go to their website, you can see the gift section and really kind of think about that technique and how it could work for you. There's also tons of articles. We're not going really deep on this. Um, of how to really create a great gift guide for your brand. Yep. I would Google it like uh, creating uh, gift guides for your e-commerce brand mm -hmm. and you'll get a lot of good takeaways such as like don't list more than like 10 products in that yep. page. You don't wanna give them too much and overwhelm it. You also wanna name your gift guide some yep. sort of thing. It could be like a, for a specific holiday and so forth. So it's very limited time. It's for that specific and, purpose and, and so forth. So That's psychology too. This is really a psychology. This is basically why now rolling down the gifts to only six to eight, you do not want to list all your inventory because it's basically the more, basically the more options someone has, the less likely they are to then think that they're making the correct choice. So giving them a smaller number of options helps them limit down to a certain one and be like, oh, that one I like the best, I have these six. Let me go that one and they buy because we all know too many options, people have hesitance then to buy. Exactly. So that's the psychology behind why not that many inventory items should be on the page. Sometimes less is more. Less is more. Yep. All right, number three, highlight press releases in some of your ad creatives. Uh, Vanessa Floor, I've seen, they did it with a few of their ad creatives where they say featured in Forbes. And I, that's the one I saw, I'm sure they, they've done a yep. lot more Inc. than that. I think I saw the one on Inc.com. 
Yep. So you're showing the creative. Let's say it's like a bouquet of flowers, but then it says featured on Forbes, especially if you're targeting a newer audience, not yep. your existing customers, because you're trying to build that credibility. So it's a great way to build credibility. Yep. It's a known source, especially renowned publications like Forbes, Inc., and so forth. Mm -hmm. So if you're getting press releases, we talked about how to get PR in our previous podcast. I don't want to go too deep yep. on it, but... If you're getting those, if you're leveraging, if you have a PR uh, network or someone, a publicist to help you get there, um, start leveraging and repurposing it into your content so people could feel more credible into buying your product. Yep. And this is big for startup companies, for e-commerce companies. Obviously, people can't see in person and startup companies, they've never heard of you until you get become big like Venus at Floor. But you'll see that when you go to like new companies' websites at the bottom, you always say featured in. You'll see all the news articles or the websites or the news programs. That's why, because first, it's not only to market the products, but one of the uh, hurdles that new companies have to deal with is they need to gain and create credibility for customers then to buy into their company and buy the product. So that is what do if, hey, Forbes.com, Inc.com, say, or any magazines or things like that, that's why they do that. Just the psychology again behind it. Give credibility to a customer, they're more likely to buy from you. Just so, more to show. More to show. You know, just show off a little bit sometimes. That's sometimes it. you got to show off. Sometimes. So number, number four, right? Five. Five. five no, five. four. Uh, yeah, you went first, I'm two, you did three, now I'm four. Can we get this right? No, maybe. Jeez. Maybe at our 100th episode. This is why you need to be here. <laughs> All right, so separate responsibilities between your partners in the business. Um, this is something that is not specific to Venus Floor, but the uh, Sunny and uh, Seema, they talked about this greatly, that you need to set certain responsibilities when you have partners or you have different areas of a business. Um, so when they talked about this, uh, Seema is very good. She used to work in product design and packaging. So she handles all the creative and all the packaging and all the visuals uh, for marketing, things like that, while um, Sunny is better at operations and handling supply chain, uh, delivery, uh, inventory, and things like that. So I thought this was really important because I've seen this a lot in my businesses. I know Sean has probably seen this as well. You always want to separate responsibilities and then let that person really be the final decision or make that, per that person handles and makes the decisions in that area. And you never want as a CEO or as being the head or founder of a business, you need to trust the people to make the decisions that they were hired to in that direct area. There's nothing more dangerous than a CEO who thinks they know better than everyone else in all areas. It's dangerous. You can't have that. And no one's saying not to listen. Listening is a very important. You get people's feedback and so forth. That's how you adjust. You understand the consumer or just, just by listening to your employees. Sometimes you get a lot of good insight. However, at the end of the day, the person that's responsible that you've hired or whoever hired, right, yeah. that is in that task, they need to make that decision. Right, you don't want you got to stay in your lane sometimes. Sometimes the you know, if you can't be look, good at everything, can't okay. be good at everything. And if there's a mistake, that's fine. That person, that individual, will take that responsibility. Yeah, so at the end of the day, you let that decision maker, like Matt, you're you're in, you're in finance, yep. right? You do for Sugar and Kush, um, you're the CFO, right? Yep. You, you do all the finances. No one's gonna step in your toes and say, Hey, this is why we're supposed to do this. Maybe it'll give you some insight. Yep. At the end of the day, you are taking the action, right? This of is course. your role right when it comes to creative or marketing and so forth you have other people doing it and so forth so yep. at the end of the day you gotta gonna make sure that if you're hiring people this is the whole point right you want to delegate those tasks so you're you're focused on your main role which exactly. is growing your business whatever it is scaling whatever you're good at mm -hmm. so with Seema, right i believe she's yep. into the creative side yep creative right? side as you said so uh very important it's very important
and you shouldn't be hiring people if you really can't let them make decisions either. Yeah, you're not going to scale. The reason you, you hire is so you can focus on the overall growth of the business and not micromanage. So yep. do you do you think a lot of our audience, especially our small businesses, mm -hmm. right? So is that same thing with contracting work? Are we going to give them the power of a lot of... Uh... Depends. I think it would depend on the, the skill set of the, of the person. What is their background? How long they've been doing it for? And then how long the relationship has been? If this person's been contracting for you for a while, you know, uh, you know basically their skill set and what they provide. If it's a new contractor, I think you need to keep a closer eye on it and maybe work together in making sure they go down the right road of to get exactly what you want. But that's my personal opinion. So I know you work with contractors more than I do. What do you see? Like when you do hire contractors. I think you still need input, like even with the video creatives that uh, <clears throat> I have um, produced, right? I'm not the one editing, but I have a lot of input when it comes to actually what I want to see and visualize. And I have like sometimes a huge notepad, no notepad, like a Microsoft Word document mm -hmm. of what I want to see. Just give you some guidance and then have the editor go ahead and actually uh, deliver or design yeah. or develop what I'm looking for and it will just keep going multiple revisions based on what we're both satisfied for. So sometimes yeah. you have to do that, especially if you're working with contracting work and so forth, or if you're not working with a person right next to you. Um, a lot of t in today's world, especially we're doing a lot of things remote. This is during uh, COVID times. Mm -hmm. So, and this is like the future, I believe it's going to be a lot of remote work. Um, so, you know, feedback is important, but at the end of the day, the the one that's an expert in that field let them take advantage they want to be creative as well if that in their creative field let them be creative yep great point um is this number five now? number five on you number five harness the power of celebrity slash influencers or, or strengthen your influencer marketing but what i love what venus did is they sent flowers to key celebrities like cardi b dj khaled Gigi hadid and i'm sure a lot more people yep. and in addition Right? These are not even, I don't know if they're paid marketing. I don't think so. I think even what you're saying when we're talking about Cardi B, uh, where Offset paid Venus at Floor, uh, what was it, $15,000 $15, yeah. to send her flowers, right? And the flowers was very customized. And it was, what did it say? Said, take me back, Cardi. And he called them three hours, the whole story behind it, real quick. He, I guess, I don't know if he cheated on Cardi B or whatever. She was at a concert somewhere, I think, in L.A. He was going to go on stage, surprise her, apologize to her. And he's like, let me spend $15,000 worth of Venus F. Floor flowers. Let me call them. They said, yes, we'll do it. Customized it, delivered it on stage. And then he walked on and surprised Cardi B. And basically, it went viral all over the place. Think about who, why, like... When you're doing something like that, sometimes it's like a one-time gift, right? And I'm already thinking about that with Reborn, my art mm -hmm. brand, right? I'm gonna, I might send products. Actually, I am gonna send products, uh, customized canvases to key celebrities, and just hopefully they'll post it. And I'm not yeah. gonna even actually sell that product, but my style is there, and the brand is gonna get out there. Hopefully, yep. if they like it and so forth. So you're giving them something custom that no one else could get. In addition, it's like, well, this is great. Why yeah. wouldn't they put take a picture of it and you know? tag you and whatever, or you at least get some brand recognition, especially with them. I mean, as a floor, they're very uh, prominent in social media, like their box, their packaging, you just see the name there. Yeah. So it's obvious. But I think a lot of these celebrities tag the brand as well. Yep. Um, with DJ Khaled, just before I digress from the point here, I think they sent him like a, an arrangement, but it looked like a key. So he, what he talks about is major key always, right? Yep. So he sent him that, and I, I believe he posted on Snapchat when Snapchat was huge, and it went viral. I mean, each time they sent these celebrities, I don't know about each yeah. time. I'm sure they did. Yeah, guys, this, we're not going to lie to you. This isn't easy, 
every brand wants to get in front of a celebrity and have them post for you. So th we're not saying it's possible, but when you're doing this, you need to be creative. Especially if you're not, you have a product that could be customized yeah, like that. Exactly, especially like that. And you're obviously you're gonna lose money sometimes, but sometimes it's like a gamble. It is. Sometimes it's a you huge just gotta gamble. build that relationship. You gotta really understand that celebrity. You gotta think they're like, Put your your shoes in their shoes, right? Or is that put your feet in their shoes? Yeah, something like that. Put your feet in their shoes. Yeah. yeah. So um, you gotta understand what they want. Will they take a picture of it, or is it just is this something just some boring thing? Flowers. Everybody loves flowers. So, but mm -hmm. that could be in a lot of things. So you gotta be creative, customize for that uh, celebrity if you can, and then so forth. So definitely harness the power of celebrities because that could make your business succeed. It yeah. could really change your business overnight. They sold out in like I think a day. When really? I think it was like. Chloe posted, I don't know the, what the order was, but like Chloe, then Kim, and then one of the other Kardashians posted because they sent flowers to the whole family on Instagram and then they literally sold out in a day. Like it went absolutely viral. And it was worth it. So, and that was even before stories. I think they could, actually, I believe, I actually saw this. They couldn't even, they, they were selling so much that they ran out. Yeah. Right? They ran out. So. Think smart. Uh, yep. Think smart. Uh, and number six, create limited time offers for holidays with multiple products. So this is something really cool. Let me explain a little bit about what they did. So if you're a kid, you have those, think about parents uh, for Christmas or for Hanukkah or for Advent, you have those calendars that you literally peel open and there's usually a piece of candy in there and for every holiday or every day of Hanukkah or every day of Advent or all of December. What is Advent? Um, it's like a Catholic holiday. So um, any, any area, so you peel open the box and you get a piece of candy. So they took this idea and they created 12 days of roses where it's a basically a, uh, almost like a skinny shoe box. It's probably about a foot or two high and they have a customized rose for all 12 days that you open up. And it's, I think it was like $249 and they weren't sure. I think- And this Sun, was only Sunny, during the holidays? This, I'm not sure when it was. Sonny came up with the idea. He wasn't sure when, uh, or wasn't sure if it was gonna work. Seema actually doubted him from what he said and it sold out within the day. But I thought this was a great idea because it gives an idea for people to buy again for gifts, for holidays. People are only lo always looking for gifts. It introduces people to multiple flowers and into the brand. It's like samples. Yeah. And it's a limited time offer and it, it's a very prestige brand. So it was a knockout idea. And let's look, me and Shomer, I was looking at it and me and Shomer looking at the Google. Who just launched the same thing in September? Kylie Makeup. So she does, I think it was uh, 20 or 30 days or maybe it's 12 as well, but she has each one of her makeup things in that Kylie heart. So these are very, they're just sample sizes. Yeah, they're smaller sizes. Oh. They're, but you, I mean, you can do the real size. I mean, for them, it's $249. That's a high price tag, but they are a luxury brand. So um, Kylie copied it, or I'm not sure. I, I, I know Venus at the floor went first, so Kylie is doing it as well now. But this is a great way to introduce your brand uh, a gift set as well, increase your average order value. It's just numerous things that, and first of all, this is a huge thing, especially for marketing. People are gonna post that all over social media, both on Kylie's, and then they post it all over Venus at Floor. It was a great marketing idea as well. So there you're hitting every check mark in terms of what you're looking for, for an idea or a product. So is, is it is it a thing like 12 days of Christmas? Is that where it's coming from? 
Uh, yeah, I think like so. First day of Christmas. Christmas. Okay, yep. good. I, I just need to clarify that. Yep. I think it's a great idea. Uh, I think it could work for a lot of brands. I'm trying to think how it would work in mine. You got to be remember. Yeah. You got to be creative at the end of the day. See how it could, uh, you could implement it. But uh, what they they had and we were showing me is like their their packaging is beautiful. So it's like it looks like a big cal- it looks like, like a big calendar, but it's like. Yeah, it's almost like a jewelry box, yeah, kind that's of what it a, like. a shoe box or a jewelry box. It's gorgeous. Everything by them. And is it was just one perfectly. flower. It was one rose. One each, rose, yeah, for each. each day. Yep, that's that's great. Now think about that. You're giving basically a sample uh, sample size or like a set for consumers to say, oh, I like this color. I like this color. I like this color. Right? They're just very small sets. Yeah. You could do it even for your brand. You were talking about yeah, possibly different. Different ideas, different right. ideas there. But like they can put all these 12 flowers all over the house, spread them out in every other room. They can give them away as gifts. Um, just there's multiple options here. So I, I just love that idea. Haven't seen that before. So that's Are you going to give me that for Christmas? Am I going to give you that for Christmas? Yeah. We'll see if you make the list. Come on, man. This is a great gift. Oh, we'll see. All right. Uh, I think we're done. I think we're all set, guys. Guys, I hope you liked this episode. This was episode 27. If you did, uh, give us a five-star rating. If you're listening to it on iTunes, if you're watching this on YouTube and so forth, hit the thumbs up button. Subscribe for more weekly content. Uh, Sometimes I'm a little digressing, Matt. That's my fault. Um, Not being on a scheduled basis, but I'm trying to publish every Wednesday. Um, So stay tuned. And if you have any questions, you could tweet at mscopac, right? Yep. And or at Sean underscore Zari, or just go in the comments on YouTube, uh, leave your questions, let us know how we could help you. And uh, looking forward to seeing you next week. I don't have my pen with me, but it's all right. See you soon.